Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. As always, with SB Nation, I'm Meg, and I'm joined again by Paul. How's it going over there? Very well, thank you. It's absolutely freezing over here in Scotland, but just trying to make do what we've got right at the moment. I mean, it's honestly super cold over here in Dallas. Um, we had um, an ice day uh, for about two days. I find that hard. I find that. I find that very hard to believe. I have no way of telling you like what it was here in Celsius, um, but it was about, uh, it was like 20 degrees, 20 to 30 degrees um, Fahrenheit over here. And um, that's too cold for me. Okay. I'm not used to that. Yeah, that's that, 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 yeah, that pretty cold. Like I, I, I think I know if, it, if it's anything, be your, anything below 35 is considered quite cold. So I'm with you on that one. We got sent home from the office because it was icing over. And, you know, Texans cannot handle that. So it was a, a nice couple of work from home days for me. But, uh, you know, we'll get we'll get back and warmer uh, just in time for me to go to Colorado for some skiing. So, you know. Oh, nice. Very <laughs> nice. All right. Well, Let's see. We had there's a lot of things that actually happened this week um, that you and I get to talk about because you know our, you're our yeah, yeah. correspondent. Yeah. So on Thursday uh, we had Mighty Spagnola on the UK Cowboys fans uh, podcast UKDC TV, and we just out the blue we just wanted just to ask him if he may have known or have any insight knowledge to know what is going on with the international games if Dallas are planning to do Mexico or London and I was quite surprised with the response and Mikey just came out and said it's like it's very unlikely we're going to Mexico this year and I was like oh okay <laughs> and, I was, and so me and Mike Poland uh, from UK Cowboys we were just kind of sitting there like okay so you're saying there's a chance to come yeah, to London. Yeah, because the rumor has been going about recently this past week is Dallas and Mexico. There's been videos of resurfacing of Jerry Jones at the Azteca Stadium talking about the Mexican Stadium and stuff like that and potentially playing there. And it, it just kind of seemed like I wouldn't be mad if Dallas went to Mexico. Obviously, I would have been gutted if they didn't come to London. But it for Mikey to come out and say that is a big, is quite a big statement. He thinks it's, it's very unlikely for them to go to Mexico this year. 
So I don't know how I don't know how we would perceive that, but we're just gonna have to kind of roll with it and see what happens. You know, that's very like. So you're saying there's a chance? Kind of absolutely, kind of absolutely. <laughs> well, we did get what, some. What, what, what films that? What, I'm. Is that from Dumb and Dumber? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm pre- I just quote it so often that I sometimes forget that it is from a movie, even though I, I definitely know it is. Um, but we did get some confirmation this week on teams that are going to London officially. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I'm trying to remember who it was that did the article. I think it was NBC. The the, 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 yeah. So. Uh, so basically, they've confirmed that uh, the New Orleans Saints are going to be one of the home teams in London alongside with Jacksonville. So they're going to be two out of the three home teams this year. So we know New Orleans are going to be one of the teams, but I don't see us playing against New Orleans, not in Tottenham Stadium, but I'm still certain with Jacksonville still moving to Wembley Stadium, that's going to be the case um, for us especially because it requires a lot more, because they are more anticipating more people traveling over. So, um, so yeah, so that, that's been confirmed by a news outlets there. And obviously Jacksonville confirmed it themselves. They were moving to a new stadium with, within their own social media platforms as well. Yeah, so, you know, if Jacksonville's the home team, that's, I mean, that's Jerry's one stipulation in ever going international is that he's not losing any home games so that you know, yeah well for that rumor as well huh yeah definitely like jerry is he is not willing to lose out any money at all and when it comes to home home a uh, home revenue pretty much and i don't blame him i don't blame him at all like because he knows like the heart and soul of Cowboys Nations is at AT&T Stadium. So why would they want to sacrifice a home game just for that? Like, yeah, we've got international fans all over the world. Hence, us, we're not just America's team, we're the world's team. Um, but Jerry, like, will just always will remember his core fan base will always still want to go to AT&T because that's where everyone knows where it is. So that I could completely understand for that decision. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those things where, you know, Jerry will always host any sort of game. Um, if there's ever a discussion about, like, having to move something, he's like, come here. I would love to take your concession money and your ticket money. Exactly. Exactly. It's so funny that you mentioned that, because when you f- do think about it, how many high school football national championship games, college football championship games have been hosted at at and in the past 10 years? Quite a lot of them. And it's, Jerry just loves, and it seems to be more of like the, the perfect location. It's like the more central location that could hold the capacity. You've got yeah. teams from coming from the East, teams coming from the West, all meet in the middle. So it, it feels like it is neutral ground and Jerry just, is just like laughing it up pretty much. She's like, yep, just come, <laughs> come to us. And he knows that if we go international, it'll basically be a home game anyways, you know, because Cowboys Nation will show up. So he does like, I don't have Absolutely. to give up a, a home game to still have well, a home game. Well, yeah. yeah, well, uh, Jerry and Steven know that fine and fair, uh, fine and foremost, is we've told them that straight on. It's like, uh, listen, even if you come 
it's it's still going to be like a home game to you. And 2014, I've mentioned this over and over, it did not feel like it was 32 teams. It was like Dallas Cowboys versus 31 teams. Like you could see the overwhelming crowd that supported the blue and silver and white for Dallas and London that year. Like, and yeah, like if it was to happen again this year, expect more people to come over because they feel as though they missed out seven, eight years ago. Yeah. I mean, you, you know that we're both rooting for this real hard. So um, I would love oh, yes. to oh, yes. and uh, catch my boys. So that's, you know, you guys will we'll always keep you up to date on uh, what could potentially be happening with that. And the second that drops, like I'll drop a special episode if we have to, because <laughs> it's going to be a big deal. If, yeah. Oh, it's going to be massive. Like <laughs> me and Mike, like we're, we're all the kind of like me, Mike, Jamie and all the guys in UK Cowboys, we're already kind of uh, preempting if we do go over, we're, we're already kind of thinking about venues for podcasts, for Cowboys Media, for you, like ourselves, so we can actually do our stuff when, we're, when you guys are over. We're trying to accommodate everyone to think where's the best place to go, the best meeting ground, how to get to the, like the easiest, like show out different places to the different uh, access to the training facility, where it's likely going to be, et cetera, et cetera. So we're already kind of taking steps ahead to kind of make sure when you get it, when everyone does come over eventually it's just going to be no worries at all just going to be trying to make it as stress-free as possible i love it you guys are on top of it um and you said who did you say you thought was going to be the um the teams playing in germany or did they announce that so the the team is in germany like so they like so obviously with the international market agreement. So let me just kind of uh, bring up the international series uh, document right now. Um, so I'll read out the names of the countries. So Australia, I've got the Rams, Brazil, I've got the Dolphins, Canada, Vikings and Seahawks, China, I've got the Rams, and Germany, they've got four teams, which is Carolina, Kansas City, New England, and Tampa Bay. So if you're going to bet on one of one of those teams, they're going to be one of the home teams for that game due to the marketing um, a agreement. Okay. All so, right, that's something to keep an eye out for too, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the like Germany would be awesome as well. Like, um, I know we've got a guy within blogging the boy, uh, 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 blogging the boys. He's really excited the fact that uh, Munich are having a game, and obviously from next year, from twenty thirteen. Frankfurt are going to host the game as well. So there's going to be at least two games in Germany. And okay. I would love to go to Germany myself. So yeah, like just, should, uh, just from that perspective. We should, yeah, we should get him on to chat about that sometime. Absolutely. I totally agree. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Well, you sent me a, a video. I did not realize this interview mm. happened. 
until you yeah it, 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 yeah it literally happened a couple of hours uh when i sent it yeah so um micah parsons went on the rich eisen show um on i guess that would be friday night is that right it was on friday night yep okay Yes, I have, I have a hard time. I was like, I literally had to check back. I was like, there's no way. So I will confess, I always read um, anytime any Cowboys player, coach, whatever goes on Rich Eisen's show. I, um, I read it. I don't watch it. I don't know when it comes on. I don't know anything. I watched this one today because you sent me the clips. I don't know why I've been missing out on this. It was a delight. Um, so, yeah, and oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it was quite an interesting uh, couple of segments they did. Obviously, yeah. talking about uh, Dan Dan Quinn coming back, and you can tell the enthusiasm. And I thought it was great to say, yeah, my Dan Quinn's like he's the man. He brings in fight videos to get us hyped up. Like he wants us to knock people out. I'm like, what? <laughs> Oh my gosh, he was, yeah, his his response was like, yeah, Q got the juice. And I was like, I first of all, I love that they call him, yeah. they call him Q. I think that's the cutest, oh my God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the tidbit about he brings fight videos to meetings and like boxing matches and he like shows them, like look at how he's getting out of this hold and stuff like that. Like you're, you've done fighting and stuff like that, and you uh, you play ball. Yeah. Tell me, like, yeah. how do you feel like that would um, get you hyped up? For me, just I, I wouldn't take a video clip. It would just take someone just to actually shout at me to get motivated. Like, <laughs> so if someone was to, it just it, it, it's just matter pressing the right buttons in someone to get them motivated. Like, everyone's different, but some people like see motivational clips to really get them inspired to kind of like rise to the occasion. I completely get that. Like, it could be some like some players might have rituals, like haven't listened to different types of music. But obviously, whether it comes to coaching side, they think some certain video clips of uh, boxing showing clips of different techniques that can actually be elevated into the game of football, completely, which is completely re uh, relatable. Because when you really do think about, it, like, see, like, uh, like college wrestling, which Michael Parsons was back in the day, like he did college wrestling as well as playing football. He could use some of those techniques in terms of grappling and how to pin a guy down to the ground in terms of his tackling technique so it's very it, it can be so relative to what he's doing and it can actually help inspire other players to do the exact same yeah i know that was it was just so exciting to hear like a little more insight into dan quinn you know that um uh kelsey and i are obsessed with him we call him swag daddy dan um <laughs> and this just like um, adds to the lore of Swag Daddy Dan. Like he is literally bringing in like these boxing and like fighting videos and showing players like as a technique. Like this is how you got to get out of it. You're always fighting. Like that's just kind of an awesome mentality. Um, and I love seeing. You know, I anytime I get to peek behind the curtain of Dan Quinn's genius, I will say, and I will call him a genius right now. Um, <laughs> and then I get really excited. So. I love that. I, I, I will. I will say. 
I, I will say this. If you, if you and Kelsey are trolling Dan Quinn, Slag Daddy Dan, what, is that what you said? Slag. Right. If you're, call, if you're, if you're call, a swag, right. If, you're, oh, if that's the case, he needs to just start dressing up like Joe Burrow if that's the case. Um, have you not? Okay. I, I'm going to start keeping um, <laughs> the rest of his, like, his outfits when he comes in because my mans can rock a like crisp, navy, monochromatic suit moment like nobody's business. And then have that turn around where is it? Where is Jay's and a backwards hat? Like, my guy has it going on. Okay. And this is. And I will. I'll have to. Hey, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not slagging. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm not slagging. I'm, I'm just saying that's the only thing that Dan Quinn's missing is that that little bit of bling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want him to have a little bling? I bet you that. Like, right. Trying to get him to get a chain. I can see that. Oh, I, I, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's on the cards. It's definitely on the cards for sure. Yes. And I just need to reiterate that me and Kelsey don't have a crush on Dan so much as we just want to be his best friend. Yes, so you do. Yes, I you mean, do. Stop lying. He Stop also lying. loves Casey <laughs> Quinn, so don't even come at me right now. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> um, but that wasn't the only coach he talked about in that interview. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like the... Um, the the, the extra portion as well is like I was kind of surprised in terms of his reaction when he was asked the question about Mike McCarthy. He kind of just seemed distant about it. I don't know about you, but uh, how you feel about that? The way how he kind of answered the question. I mean, I may be thinking too much into it, but it just kind of seemed to be he's just a Dan Quinn guy. He's just like yeah, yeah Mike McCarthy. He's he just for he just he just does offense. We don't interact that much. I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah, his direct quote was, me and Mike don't really talk. He's an offensive coach. Um, but he, yeah. he, like, he didn't uh, say anything bad about Mike, just to be clear. He also said that yeah, he yeah, talked yeah. about off-field stuff, like how he's doing mentally in life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there is that. <laughs> but my takeaway I mean, I, I could go on a rant about Mike McCarthy. Just wind me up and let me go. But um, like I said, I don't like he didn't say anything bad about him. I just think that just kind of speaks to Mike's mentality of like I have I got these guys in the building for a reason. Um, but at the same time, like you're the head coach, I kind of want you to be. I don't need you to micromanage Dan Quinn by any means. But like I feel like he should be a little mm-hmm. bit more involved. Yeah, I, like I'm, I'm, I am a Mike McCarthy fan, but I do feel as though I don't know if it's just the pressure on him now. Like, like I know uh, RJ and everybody kind of talked about the interview when he was on the Rich Eisen show um, a couple of uh, like last week, yeah. and that was awkward. That was an awkward scenario that to be put in because obviously the thing about Jerry, but I don't know what, but. With Mike McCarthy right now, I kind of get that sense of feeling. He's, I don't know. I really don't know. It just doesn't feel like there's enough of him to be involved. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, Yeah, I mean, I've heard many people tell me that he just like shows up to practice like halfway through and stuff like that. And that just like, it kind of irks me. And I'm kind of, I mean, a lot. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. I don't like, yeah. yeah, sorry. You go ahead. 
Oh, no. Yeah, I was, I was just trying, I was just trying to uh, back up what you're saying there. Like, like if I, uh, if it was me, if I so see if I like when I was a uh, help coaching the my local team years ago. Like, if I was late, I would get absolutely scrutinised for it. Like, it's like okay, like you're the head coach. You're supposed to be the first person there and the last person to leave. Like, doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's a player; it's the first person. But you're the head coach. You're the one that's supposed to art, uh, be the architect, the one that's going to be uh, dishing out what drills we're going to be doing, what are the, the rotations are going to be, whatever. Like, and you assign that to your coaches. You can just let your coaches be the first ones being the door and try and like play second fiddle. So I'm just wondering, like, if that's the case and Mike McCarthy hasn't shown up, like you're just sitting there, Meg. Yeah. What effect yeah. did that have in our season? Quote from people that are around the team all the time. And I won't tell you who said it, but I mean, that bothers me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, I just want more from McCarthy. I really do. Like, I know I, he can be a great coach. Yeah. I want less from him. I want more from Dan Quinn. Uh, I say, hire him and hire Dan Quinn. <laughs> Um, that's just me. I'm not Jerry. Um, I know. <laughs> I wanted no. to get into a couple more things that he said. Um, just cause I, I literally watched the whole thing after you sent it to me. I am obsessed. Uh, it's so fun. We've, we've talked about this before. It's just so fun, um, to have a, not only a rookie, but just a player in general that is so excited to play the game of football and be a Dallas Cowboy um yeah yeah and so i'm so glad you're talking about it's just the the follow-up a uh, part of the conversation is micah parson actually takes rich eisen's seat and talks about yeah i wanted to play offense and next thing they're like they're talking about why not just get micah parsons the special teams why the hell not make right. him play the kicker why not you know like yeah. I, and, and parsons is like it's like and he's like bring it all i want it all like, 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 give me, give me all of it. I'm, I'm like, that is the attitude I love about Micah Parsons, right? And like, and and I keep going back now. Like, so see, go if you go back to the the part of the draft, right? See, for example, if we got J.C. Horn or Patrick Satan, you would not get that same mentality from those type of guys going into this Cowboys team or be as effective or for example, Rashawn Slater, the offensive tackle, because mind last year we were talking about getting a tackle and stuff like that. But, but Micah Parsons, my God, it's just, it's just, it's just brilliant. It's just absolutely brilliant. And the fact we traded down to get him, I know we traded with the bloody Shields, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> but uh, so I know I'm throwing a little bit of fire there. I know, but oh, I love it. But still, look, but still, though, it's like we've got a guy. He wants to play for Dallas. He's he's he wants every ounce of his time to be on that football field. If it's on defense, offense, he doesn't care what position he plays. He wants yeah. to do it all. That is just a sign of greatness to come. It really is, and we need to make sure that we keep a hold of him as as long as we can. Oh yeah, he is going to be. Oh, hold on. Show. We are playing more likely to 
That was just my little <laughs> Micah Parsons drop for you all. And welcome back to the Micah Parsons show. He can say that every week next year when he's on the field. So just keep that. You can stop. Uh, I think one of the other I think one of the other comments was he just got called the Micah Parsons project. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, uh, they named his show. It was cute. Um, I I love that he he's like kind of already I think that's something that he's thinking about in the future too like he's keeping that kind of in the back of his mind that he likes that um but let's see there was what there was <laughs> one other thing oh yeah they were talking about covering Tyree Kill and I was cracking up oh. yeah that, that was an interesting one and it <laughs> I, I t- I'll tell you what though when you do think about it it's like if you were to ask Tyreek Hill to cover Micah Parsons, right? That's a different. I was like, huh? I never even thought about that 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 logic before. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't think Tyreek could. I really <laughs> I don't, don't think he could either. And he made a good point because the question was like, or he was asking Rich. He was like, "What's more likely, the cheetah running away from me or me running down the cheetah?" And then his question, like Rich was like oh, you mean like you think you could beat him in a foot race? And he was like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not talking about a foot race. I'm talking about football. Like, or I'm talking about, I have angles. I have pursuits on him. And I was like, I don't think that he can run, like run away from you. I think you got him. And yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I cannot agree with, with uh, any more with that. Honestly, it's... <laughs> What can I say? What can I, I, like, I know we've turned this more, uh, into, uh, our uh, World's Team episode into the Michael Parsons appraisal episode here. I know. <laughs> I mean, but he's just so fun. It's like, I love this. Like, I hope he does more interviews. He's he's a great interviewer. Uh, 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 yeah, he, he is, he's, he's born to be on the microphone, born to be a leader, born to be yeah. a star player in the NFL. And I'm just so glad that we've got him in our team. Same. And I'll, I'll leave it. The last tidbit I will leave us with is um, he was asked if it was more likely that he would break the sack record or if the Cowboys will win a Super Bowl. And he picked the Super Bowl because he's a selfless guy. And then he was like, can it not be both, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like any person like, who wants to achieve greatness. Yeah. Like you get a Super Bowl. Yeah, like that yeah. is the mecca. That 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 is the ultimate goal. Is to get that ring. That is the ultimate goal. Well, I just love that he like, picked that over his personal success when given the option. So that was. I just thought that was kind of cool. Um, and he did mention, you know, like that he already accomplished the thing that he dreamed about, which was getting drafted. And then like the dream just grows from there. And he kind of mentioned after he went to the Super Bowl. Like now he can envision it. Like he can see what it would be like. So you know, that lion stays hungry. You know. Yep. <laughs> yep. True. Uh, I, yep. True statement. True statement. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's enough for the Micah Parsons project for today. I'm sure we'll be back with more um, <laughs> on that. You know, there's never. I can never talk about Dan Quinn and Micah Parsons enough. So with this will be a reoccurring theme, I'm sure. Yeah, well, ho- well hopefully by the next couple of weeks, we'll definitely have a lot more solid uh, news regards to the international series yeah. and any more upcoming news regards to uh, potential drafts, uh, 
draft ease, who we might find might come up, uh, who we might pick up 24, who knows? But but yeah, it should be very interesting stuff in the next coming weeks as we lead up to the NFL draft and the schedule release. And, all right. Well, you can hear from us every Sunday. So um, don't forget to come back and check us out. That is all for us today. Um, Paul, where can the people find you? Drop your uh, handles and stuff. Sure. Uh, if you're uh, on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at I am P Stew. And Meg, yourself? I am at Meg Murray with four R's. Um, and, you know, you can catch us on Sundays. You can catch me on Fridays on Girls Talking Boys. We have content for you every single day. Um, on the Blogging the Boys Network. So make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. Um, check us out on the website. Do all of the things. Um, we are so happy that you joined us today. And uh, we'll catch you next time. See you next time, guys. Bye.